Hello all, it is Monet. I am excited to be back here today. That rhymed. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's, uh, it's been a minute since literally last semester, last time I talked to you guys, and that was for an assignment, but to cut the bullshit. Um, my life has, I just ended a cycle in my life, again. A cycle that I already finished, but I needed to kind of learn the karmic lesson behind it. I don't want to go too much in detail about it because the past is in the past. And from here, we are healing, nurturing, and growing into new people, into new beings, and doing better things for ourselves and taking better care of ourselves, not only emotionally, but as well as physically, mentally, spiritually. And however you put yourself out into the university world and who you worship. Um, but yeah, so... You know, it's been a while since I've done a podcast, and I thought, you know, I didn't really have a specific topic today. I mean, we could shoot shit a little bit, talk about some random things, but my main goal was to read a poem that I wrote today, and this poem is, like, out of this world. Like, this is a prose poem, it's a prose piece, so at most, could be, like, three minutes of reading. Um, I'll try to keep it sweet and short for you guys, but I just wanted to put it out there, and... I need to continue to express my myself, my creativity through different forms of outlet. You know, with poetry, it can just be solidified to just like writing or typing. But speaking your poetry out loud and doing a podcast of your poetry and twitching your poetry and making um, content of your poetry to post on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube or whatever you use is different ways to expand and express yourself to different audiences. And so that's what I'm doing today. I've been kind of putting off podcasting. I'm like, I'm a podcast, I'm a podcast. And it's currently 9.36 p.m. right now. So, you know, in my brain probably of yesterday, I would have been like, eh, it's late. I'll just do it tomorrow, right? And so I need to continue to do it today, do it today. Because the further I push it off, the further I will push off that success, that gratitude, that prosperity, that love, that joy, that excitement, that failure, that success, like I said, you know, so it's just, it's it's all about putting yourself out there. I'm sorry, one minute, guys, I'm gonna put my phone on, do not disturb. I, I uh, get a little nervous because I do do my um, podcast on my phone, and if somebody calls me, it'll, you know, it'll cut my audio out um but fingers crossed that nobody calls knocking on wood too but i hope you all are having a wonderful day i guess i just want to talk about like well-being if you were in a relationship whether it be with a spouse a partner a friend a best friend a sibling a parent You need to understand and you need to take action on making sure that your mental health is okay, that your well-being is okay, that you're eating okay, that you're sleeping okay. All these different factors that make you function as a person. Because I promise you, you can start off so good on a high plate for somebody, to be around somebody and spend time with them, have a good time. But eventually, that energy is going to start draining and pulling from different categories from your how you eat how you sleep it's all going to be consumed and your energy is just going to be drained so you my advice is just take care of yourself anyways my intuition and my spirits are saying stop talking on the negative it's time to move on the positive of the well-being side um 
I hope you all are all being prosperous out there, receiving prosperity and giving gratitude for seeing angel numbers and seeing signs and seeing things. And most importantly, your intuition and your discernment. I feel like my intuition and my discernment are two important figures in my life. And I say figures because they are highly held, just like the universe. I am the universe. She is me. And we are coinciding um, together. But just take care of yourself, man. Like, put your happiness before the pain of others. Like, and it sounds so selfish, but in reality, it's like, this is your life. So someone is in your life, and they are willing to grow with you. They are willing to challenge you in good ways and not harmful ways and not emotionally distressing ways. Ooh, that kind of came out a little aggressive because I felt that. If they are trying to be there, like a, be an actual partner, partner in this life, a friend in this life, a figure in this life, let them, you know, let them remain in your space because they're proving their point. They are proving their existence to you. They're proving to you that they want to be better with you, be better for you, be better for them, right? And so when you get people in your life that say those things or you know they don't amount to those things over and over and over and you're still giving them that space i get it you want to give people chances to grow and to try and to see how they unfold and learn just like you but remember at the end of the day not everyone is like you and not everyone is willing to grow as fast as you not everyone is willing to be a comfortable with change not everyone is is accommodated with change and what it means and what it brings to people and what it brings to themselves and in their future and in their lives. So you have to remember that everyone's not like you and everyone doesn't have the same heart as you. You might find a soul that's significantly vibrant as in it matches with your soul link. You'll find people like that along the way, you know? And, you know, you agree on different things or agree on similar things and so on and so forth. And you have same opinions and you have so on and so forth. Those are the people that are so nourishing because they understand you on a deeper level without even knowing you that much. But they they know like, hey, I know why I don't like sharks or I don't know. I know why, you know, I don't like the smell of an orange. You know, there's like simple things that y'all can just click on and be okay with, you know. But make sure the people in your circle, the people in your life, I'm really saying this to me. But the people cherish you. Who are around you cherish you and respect you for what you do. Don't put you down for what you do. I mean, if it's outright bad, morally bad, not morally lining with up yourself, say, hey, friend, I'm going to need you to get your stuff together. And I, I think you should take a different path in life because this life is too beautiful to be wasting on terrible things or bad things or things that are going to keep a karmic circle, circle excuse me, going in your life, right? Um, but on well-being, you know, like I said, just take care of yourself. Love yourself. Love, 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 love. Say it with me. Love, 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 love yourself. Because I realize, like, you are literally the only person that you talk to consistently. Like, day and night. Like, you can be on the phone with your friend or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your mom or your dad and going to sleep right before bed and everything like that or falling asleep on the phone but in those times, in those moments when you go to the bathroom or when you take a shower or when you go on a walk or when you go to class, those are moments spent with yourself, right? 
And we need to stop alienating that space between us. We need to stop alienating and drifting off in a distraction. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're listening to music on your walk or listening to music when you go poop, I don't know, whatever. Take that moment in and digest it as a very welcoming, nurturing space. Very welcoming, nurturing space for you to continue a conversation as that, a relationship with yourself, and to deepen it. I skate everywhere I go, right? And I listen to music most of the time. I know it's like an ego brush on my skin because I'm skating through the streets of Chicago, going to class, and all my friends or peers or people I know are going to see me, so on and so forth, and it's going to make me feel popular, whatever, right? But at the end of the day, I need to take that time when I'm listening to my music to enjoy it, to vibe through my body as I push through the floor onto a board that's taking me place to place, to be grateful that I have the mechanics to use my legs, to get to class to class, to be able to skate in Chicago, to be able to live in Chicago. So every root thing roots back to gratitude. So on that note, well-being, gratitude, and grace, prosperity, Love yourself and surround yourself with people that challenge you and the for the best, right? Anyways, um, like I said, I love you all. So I'm going to be sharing a poem with you. My throat wants to say more to you, my intuition, I suppose. Mm, somewhere rooted in my body wants to share more with you. I'm not really sure what it is. Um, ah, so before I read my poem, I have two poetry books. Um, I've mentioned them before in my podcast. If you're a long-time listener, love you guys. Um, stay to the end. Um, but Young Pueblo, and Young Pueblo's book is called Inward. All these books are kind of like affirmations, reassurance, poems. are very short and sweet. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd, like to, uh, I'd like to share a poem with you. And what I do is I flip to a random page. I, I take my thumb and glide it along the pages. As my my fingers are on top of the book, and my other hand is holding the book, and I um, flip to a page. So, I, yeah, I just randomly did it. I didn't really mean to do it intentionally to stop, but it feels like right to read it. So here we go. So this is from Young Pueblo, right? And it's on page 84 if you want to mark it if you have the book. It says, who I am is always changing. Mm-hmm. Not because I am being fake, mm. but because I am always open to growth and transformation. Read that again. Who I am is always changing, not because I am being fake, but because I am always open to growth and transformation. On to the next poem on the page 85. It says, It may have taken a long time, But in the end, it did not matter. After much healing through self-observation, she now had strength, she now had courage, and the wisdom to wield her new magic with virtue. No longer did she run from her pain or her troubles. No longer did she allow delusions to capture her mind. No longer did she doubt that the greatest healer she has ever met is her own unconditional love. And in parentheses at the bottom, you are a healer. Mm. Two powerful pieces right there. I'd like to say thank you to Young Pueblo for sharing that. Um, 
we are always changing and it, it, and I get that like it's like if you change your light you you change your nail polish right and like one day you're wearing black and then the next day you want to wear pink you know that could like draw a line for some people to be like that makes me feel fake because like if I'm masculine and like all of a sudden I want to wear feminine colors you know like it's just simple things like that and we have to unlearn that when we we literally wake up every day and we literally move consistently through a changing state like i am literally changing like change is the constants of constant change of consistency at that so it's like we're constantly changing and evolving right we're in this constant state so we have to unlearn that just because one day we decide we want to shave our hair i mean obviously if there's insecurities and things backed by like someone made a rude comment on your hair or whatever forget those guys but it's okay we have to unlearn certain things in our brain that trick us to think that just because i'm shifting my gear this way or changing my sexuality or changing my gender expression or changing my pronouns we have to learn that that's not us being fake to who we are because we are constantly learning of of ourselves and what we bring to the table and 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 what we literally what we are because there is no definite exact answer of who you you I can ask you so how would you describe yourself right and you say that you're uh you're talented and that you're artsy and that you're tall and that you like to wear black clothes right but then in a year from now you could say you're still talented you could say you're still tall but you could say you were like wearing pink clothes now right so there's just this constant change of changing who we are and what we wear and what we like, right? And and that goes for all the chemistry in our body. We're literally changing. So we have to just unlearn that it's okay. Like, unlearn the fact that, like, when we make small changes and even big changes, it's not us being fake to ourselves, but it's literally us trying to define who we are, which kind of sounds contradicting what I was saying, but it's literally just us finding out more of ourselves and what we like and what we want to explore and get into and so that was for that first poem and then the second poem of um you know just being your healer like literally like we are our own healers and this was on touching on the topic of you know cherish the moments you have with yourselves because if you cherish the moments you have with yourself so deeply it'll be easier not per se to accommodate other people in your space because that sounds kind of draining of energy but to be around people of different energies, of different frequencies, outside of yours, you know, your friends, your family, your partner, it'll be easier to be around them. And that's why we have to build our home, build, <laughs> build, I've been watching too much Emily in Paris. I love that show. But we build our homes for ourselves, build it so strong that when someone comes along, we still have to learn that we have house rules, right? Not only for ourselves, but for those other people coming into our homes. And that is the key thing you always want to remember, right? I lost myself um, in this past cycle. I built a home, a foundation for myself from scratch. So good, so nourishing, so beautiful. Almost it felt too good to be true. And then something came back into my life that I was already decided that I was done with that I moved on with to be better, for the better, for the better of my health, for the better of my emotions, right? And I let it tackle tackle into my home, bring things into my home that I didn't want in my home. 
you know, stay nights in my home where I didn't want them in my home. So moving on forward, continue to have house rules with yourself and other people. But first you have to set those with yourself, which is the boundaries you set with yourself, right? I don't want to be at friends' houses past 10 p.m. because 10 p.m. is when I do my self-care routine and when I take my shower or journal or do art or do poetry or do makeup or take off my makeup or watch a movie. Set those boundaries, set those house rules. The more we stay consistent and strict and disciplined with our house rules, the less shit we will tolerate from people that try to come into our house with bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Because then you'll start to attract people that think the same as you, that that feel the same as you about their house, about their rules, about their foundations, about their growth, right? So, ooh, that was a preach, but thank you for Young Pueblo. Once again, those are on pages, I believe, what, 84 and 85? I don't want to say 84 and 85 because I feel like it was 54 for some reason. No, it was definitely 84 and 85, Young Pueblo. And I'm going to read you one poem from April Green. I said, I hope you're having a good day today. Um, You know, I know some days are rough, and today might be your rough day of the week. It is Wednesday. Um, I was about to say February. My birthday's in February, but I keep saying that so cockily. Um, (laughs) Cockily. But it's January um, 25th, so. Okay, so here we are from April Green. This is from Reaching the Sun. It's poems, quotes, and lessons on growth and transformation. Thank you, April Green. Thank you very much for writing this book. I appreciate you as well as Young Pueblo. Thank you for bringing your inspiration, your knowledge, your growth, your journey, your vulnerability, your emotions, your ego, your pride, everything into this book to help us learn, to help us nurture, and to help us grow, and help us move forward in life, understanding these messages and how to better navigate ourselves throughout life. Okay. So it says... To disconnect from your soul is to disconnect from the breath of life. Stay together. Mm. I don't even want to read that one again. Because that you should hear that in your brain again. And that was on 64. That's so crazy. We had 84 and 85. Now we have 64 and 65. Those might be numbers to you. All right, page 65. It says, tender reminder. When things become too heavy... You are allowed to remove them from your being for a little while. Rest in the present moment. And I put at the bottom, it's okay to kick your feet up. I like those. I absolutely agree. Disconnecting with your soul is like the enjambment of not being present. Right? Because at that moment, you are not in sync. It's like when you're dancing. For people that dance. I know all of you dance. But when you dance, and when you find your rhythm, and I've learned this in hip-hop dance. I've taken hip-hop and jazz dance. And, oh, gosh, I love those classes. But when you find your rhythm and your groove and your sway and your movement all in sync, that is pure present energy, present moment, present time, joy. I'm about to say jubilous, joyous moments with your peace, with yourself, with who you are. It's all encompassed in one world in that moment. And if we practice keeping that world like that throughout our lives, it's like we would never have separation or dishonesty from ourselves or shadowing from ourselves, right? 
Um, but yeah, focus on being present. Not even focus on being present. Be present. Claim it. I am present. I am present. I am not overthinking. I am not an overanalyzer. I am not an overthinker. Right? Claim it. Claim those things. So when you speak them into fruition and when you feel it in your heart, the pain so much that you don't want to carry those things, you know, that do make you, that may have made you feel like this in the past, your heart will burn so heavily when you speak those words that they will come true for you. But you have to believe. I'm still learning some of the things I'm saying sometimes come off airless. And it takes repetition to believe. But I have to sit Okay, why am I saying I want to be successful or I am successful? Okay, think about it. You know, you say the affirmation, I am successful. Why? What makes you successful, my love? Because if you're saying these things and you're not backing them, you know, even with subconsciously and consciously, if you're not backing them, then what, 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 what's the use? Right? I'm going to have 50, 50 followers on Twitch by the end of February, right? Why, why, why are you going to have those? Because I'm creating content, because I'm putting my work out there, because I'm being vulnerable, because I'm having fun, because I'm sharing myself with others, because I'm streaming, because I'm on a platform that I usually do. You know, like back yourself up. Because the more you back yourself up, the more you practice this beautiful growth to that affirmation, to become true, at that to feel true. So you say, I'm confident. Why are you confident? Because I'm a great poet, because I carry myself well, because I'm independent, because I have good morals, because I believe in good things, because I am positive, because I'm spiritual, because I've made mistakes, because I've made failures, but that doesn't make me a failure. Back your affirmations up. You know, the, I don't even know, you know, I'm going to read the poem at the end of the, the, my poem at the end of the, the podcast, and I'll leave it up for interpretation with you guys. Because I don't even have a specific interpretation. It's just like a chain effect of different thoughts streaming through my head and then writing them out, basically. But anyways, back to our little chat. Back your affirmations up. Back them up. And then, you know, if you have something, like I said, we spoke earlier. We literally spoke on this earlier. Like, if you have something in your life, like, make sure the things in your life currently are serving you well. You know, not, it's not like, oh, I deserve X, Y, and Z because... X, Y, and Z, you know, like not out of self-righteousness, but know that if there's something in your circle that is pulling on you way further, like you can feel it in your intuition, but you're trying to bypass it, move it out the way. It's okay to push it to the side. It don't mean we can't be friends forever or we can't date ever again, but right now I'm going to need space from you. I'm going to need time from you, friend. I'm going to need time from you, boyfriend, time from you, boyfriend or girlfriend, mom, dad. Because your energy is blocking my happiness, blocking my positivity, blocking what I stay true to myself with, right? Those house rules, those house rules. Focus those on, focus on those house rules, right? Um, but yeah, so I'm honestly leave it there because this podcast has been a little bit long. But I, I mean, honestly, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I, I really did enjoy that because that gave me some clarity behind affirmations and speaking them. You know, when we speak affirmations, we have to back ourselves up. It's like if you're doing a presentation, it can come off airless sometimes, especially if you, excuse me, especially if you, like, put stuff on um, the slide and you copied and pasted it from Google and you don't know any of the context. Back yourself up so you know, like, okay, apples grow from this tree. 
and this tree is from here. This is native to who? Why is it native to who? Because they use this tree for medicine or they use this tree to help guide them in their journey, in their spiritual journey. It's a religious symbol. It's, it's a, back yourself up. That's what I'm saying. Back yourself up on your affirmations. Protect your circle. Um, have house rules for yourself. Respect yourself. Love yourself. Right. Okay, so now we're going to move on to the piece I wrote in class. Gosh, this is long, so brace yourself. I gotta turn my little lamp on. Take a little five second breather. Okay, you ready? Here we go. I named this a calamity? Question mark. Let me get a sip of water first. Stay hydrated, my friends. Two, 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 two on the clock. Intuition, you're on the right path. Okay. I am chalked from my teeth. Even when my nails can't tell me which direction to go. And we are lost here, between the bridges carrying snow, sludged on strangers' boots. Insisting it impales its weight amongst its journey to be turned over to someone's face. Unfinished verbs jotting all along the minutes of time. Time we claim as our own, but it's all shared. Shared like the siblings between your teeth as you all shared a womb from a mother loved by you or not. For a fact, we are stood straight pants, jagged on our bones all alone. Well, sometimes. And Freddie Mercury was mentioned in the space of majors when the room is full of art and the artist behind the creativity allured in the present moment. So I jogged all around, around my brain just for you, all around my thoughts. Still, there is so much more to explore. Casting its knowledge over my stone head of a mouth, pound to chisel the tools who etch my past but sounds their liberations of emotions through my actions. For how far I've come, so I smell the poured cement, poured and poured, tan, tactile, taffy with air pockets catered, to the pale sun, wind as white as the stone being cherried of liquid. With disconnection connected as ever along all, all, all of our walking chalked bodies. Bodies so close on the outside but distant worlds within, like the layers of a pancake, go hardly undefended, undeferred, undefeated, because pockets never leave room. Houses and rooms, moist and dry, slur ready to be guzzled from the belly of our throat. This same throat told lies to you, to me, or is it ever life? Hmm. The same throat told lies to you, to me, or is it ever true? Only if my eyes don't capture every single moment in this life, so much so I have to depend on the entirety of the universe to snapshot the truths of my lie. That is my truth but not as true until all sides are acclaimed, acclaimed by me. My pancakes dry with soft butter, sometimes peanut butter, so much so it could suck my baby tooth out from its already depleting pain. Pain I can't forfeit because I keep putting back with a punch off the bench. Chalked teeth, chalked teeth. So when I tell you that prose piece is like, I don't, it's literally a literally a calamity of different thoughts passing my brain. 
it's like I started from chalk teeth and then I moved around like then I talked about the snow and then I talked about how snow kind of travels and then I talked about creativity and artists in a room and majors and students and like it's just like a chain effect and I really enjoyed and I appreciate it because I this was the first time in a while that my pen was so reluctant to being taken back in the air like I was charring down on this paper I was writing right and it was so funny because in this class when I wrote this piece I was in my poetry seminar class my craft and process class and um we all had to pick a book at the beginning of the class right I picked a book by Gertrude Stein and it's funny because in Emily in Paris they had mentioned Gertrude Stein um in the show which was funny is I'm watching it today um but full circle anyways so we basically had to kind of flip through the pages skim through the book and get a feel for for it and what impressions it leaves on us and what impressions do we take from it and what impressions are there right and so I explained mine and stuff like that and Gertrude Stein has this literary ability to spin logic to question things that we don't normally question but we should question but we shouldn't question you get what I'm saying and then it made me realize that everything does not have a definite answer. Like an Xbox controller, it is for an Xbox, but it doesn't have a definite full-on controller because it's so versatile. Like everything's so versatile, it has multiple different areas and routes to get to what it means. But what does it truly mean? Everything, right? It's just crazy. So anyways, Jared Schoenstein had this fine... The book was called Tender Buttons, and it had this, this like... Fine way of spinning logic in prose, and it made you like, girl, I don't understand this, but I don't read it anyway, cause like, what the hell? And so that was this piece was kind of inspired by that, right? And it was funny because right after I finished kind of writing this, she, my professor, was like, okay, now I want you guys to write a poem off the page you picked, and kind of put your own spin to it your own imitation to it and I did and it was so funny because it was right after I wrote that one but I still wrote another one which I really liked as well I'm not gonna read that one that one's called the holy ghost but um but yeah so that, 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 that that's pretty much pretty much all I had to share for you guys today it, it was a long podcast but may universe bless you have patience with you over your heart over your loved ones over your actions and decisions May you have patience with yourself. Keep growing, my friends. Keep loving, my friends. And stay safe out there. Your angel number is 444 today. I can't shake it from me. Powerful things are on its way. And just keep being disciplined and patient. Disciplined and patient. All right. It's getting towards my bedtime. I love you all. Have a good night. Monet out. Bye.